Gas prices aren't down because of Biden. It's due to plummeting demand because people can't afford it. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about kel and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, kel has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, kel doesn't just copy other weapons on the market. They innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine, which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons, and products, check out keltechweapons.com. That's K E L T E C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. In light of all of these developments uh, and the evolving circumstances on the ground, I want to make an announcement today that I will be declaring a public health emergency on monkeypox. Um, okay. That's uh, Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra saying monkeypox, ladies and gentlemen, is a public health emergency in the United States. Everyone needs to do their part, Kane. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon. Everyone, sir, needs to do their part to stop the monkeypox. Sure, everybody? Yes. Every? Everybody needs to stop the monkeypox. Every it is a public health emergency for the public. It's an emergency. American is what yes, that is right. Do you want to get the monkeypox? It doesn't sound right, though, to me. Why is that, reason. sir? I don't know. I just looked at the data, and it seems to affect those who engage in man-on-man relations. Like, like friendships? Mm, okay. Sure. We'll say friendships. And You're that's, a man that has man friends. I do. But I'm in that 2%. Oh. Not the ninety-eight percent that it actually affects. Why are you such a bigot? I'm not sure that's what I was doing. See, it's the bigotry, ladies and gentlemen, that's causing huh. the monkey poxes to oh. spread. I'm learning every day. You're just saying, yeah. I mean, that's you know, it's uh, it's it's why it's for the public. We want to make sure that people don't feel bad. Okay, let's just like let's break it down. Let's break it down. Shh, shh, shh. This is just between us, right? This, this is a hold up for a second. We want to make sure that people don't feel bad about being shamed for promiscuous behavior. So it has to be everybody. Everybody. We call everybody promiscuous because if we call the promiscuous people who are being promiscuous, you know, the the demo for this spread of this virus, then that's mean and it hurts people's feelings, Kane. And we all know that the only thing worse than death is hurting your feelings. So they were happy shutting people in their homes, shutting down businesses, restricting travel, forcing masks and vaccines for a virus that had a 99% survival rate. But this, which has clearly all the data to Mm. show who it affects, how bad it actually is, and they're not willing to give them the instructions necessary to prevent or to stop, this spread 
That's right. That's right. Sir. I don't. They're, we're going to have to wear masks. Is that a bigoted mm-hmm. position of mine that I'm we're, not understanding? We're going to have to. You're going to have to wear a mask because of the monkeypox king. How does that work? That's I, I know. <laughs> are you? Are you? I mean, I'm just. That's just the. That's just the logic of our uh, over overlords. I mean, our government. It's the. It's their logic. I know we're having a little fun with this, but honestly, I'm, no, we're not. We're being completely <clears throat> serious about this, King. I'm sir. Not. I'm clearly not. But the uh, the government here, all they care about is having emergency powers. Like, this is what they live on. And declaring a health emergency for the entire country for this particular thing as we go into midterms looks like a big distraction to me. Well, and, yeah. And a big power grab. Of course it is. But here's the thing. I mean, you, how are you necessitate? How would they, anybody necessitate a grab for more power and th- through this you know, a classification of emergency when you're not telling people to stop it. I mean, can we just be real frank, no pun intended for a moment? Because stop having like promiscuous gay sex and it stops the spread for it's the most part. It's almost like the government wants it to keep going, which is really weird. I mean, there were people who had to bury their parents like, or they didn't get to actually bury their parents. They had to, I mean, I, I, a friend of mine wasn't even there when her father passed away because of this thing. She had to watch him from behind a glass partition at a hospital. And he, he like, passed away right in front of her, and she couldn't be with him. And I had other, other friends who lost parents who they could not, I, I mean, a, 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 some friends of ours, only the husband could go to the funeral. The wife couldn't go to the funeral of the parent. And so he had to grieve without his, his, his wife and kids there for one of his parents because they had limitations on it. Everybody had to do this, but you can still have your, your fetish and sex festivals in San Francisco, and then you're surprised when you get, like, thousands of more cases of this. But you can't tell anybody to stop whoring around because that's what it is. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, although it seems to be affecting the, the gay promiscuous sex, like, 99%. Yeah, so stop whoring around. It's very simple. And over the last couple of years, Don't you, be promiscuous. Were, you were considered a super spreader if you just didn't have a mask. You were considered sick so until proven it's healthy. Bas- it's, like a, it's basically, it, I mean, it seems like an STD. They won't even come out and say it because they're so terrified. The government is so damn woke. They're more afraid of, of hurting the feelings or risking the wrath of the alphabet people. You know, do, do they realize that the alphabet people were some of the people that got shut down and locked down too? They were also shut down? And that they also lost jobs in the lockdown and, and all that stuff. They realize that, right? Does anyone that has brain cells, do they not look at this and be like, wait a minute, you feel like you're pandering to me. Do you not look at this and see that? At your own, at, the, at like your, the, a demo, the risk of, a, of that demo. Biden's out there, monkeypox is a public health emergency. He, I, one of the reasons that they're declaring that too is because they want access to money to spend on it. We've got to we've got to figure out how this is spreading so fast. So you're paying people to go to like the the fetish festivals and like watch. Like what are you doing? Like what what do you mean? You know how it happens, right? If you don't, then maybe someone up in the White House can explain it to you. But you really need to be spending like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Just stop it. Just stop it. You don't need to uh, uh, constantly. Just quit. I mean, we're paying twice, basically, for a gallon of gas, more so than we were two years ago. It's a virus that 
it's it's spread by people whoring around. Yeah. And so now it, what gets me is that so in 2020, you know, all those like weird the, the festivals and the fetish festivals and all that stuff, they were canceled during the coronavirus lockdown public emergency but this is a public emergency and they literally are spreading through promiscuous sexual activity and that's not being canceled yeah i i mean it's just oh well we don't want to stigmatize stigmatize what the fact that if you whore around you might get an std i mean juan is dying Juan, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. I feel like he's like so pure and innocent and we're <laughs> we're like talking about this stuff. I've, can we just like wrap him up in some bubble wrap and like put put like cans on his ears so he can't hear us? I just I feel like we got to protect him at all costs. He's over here dying. He's like the youngest person on the team and he's he's like, "Oh my gosh." I just like what in the world is wrong that we have to talk this plainly about stuff? Gee, it's like it's a base. It's a virus that's spreading through promiscuous sexual activity. Maybe stop the promiscuous sexual activity. That's stigmatizing. No, it's telling you you're going to get this virus if you keep doing the the sexual promiscuous behavior. If you keep engaging in it, you're stigmatizing me. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to get it? Because you're talking like you do. We need to have a public emergency. This person doesn't want to stop risking the, to get the virus. That we got to spend millions of dollars because people don't want to stop engaging in this behavior that is risking their contraction of this virus. We got to spend millions of dollars. Public health emergency. But it's a willful choice at this point. It's not like you go to the grocery store and you pick up an apple and you're like, well, damn, I got the monkeypox. It's not how this happens. It doesn't happen that way. I'm. Dude, I don't know. You have, what is, how many days do you have? How many deaths do you have from fentanyl? I'm curious. Like, if you compare the fentanyl fatalities to the monkeypox fatalities. Oh, we don't care about the druggies. Screw them. We're not even, we're not going to say nothing. I'm surprised they actually haven't seized on that. Does it have to be specifically like a virus? Here's Biden. He says, quote, he tweeted this out. And by he, I mean not him. I remain committed to our monkeypox response. I can't believe this is ramping up vaccine distribution, expanding testing, educating at-risk communities. He goes, that's, that's why today's public health emergency declaration on the virus is critical to confronting this outbreak with the urgency it warrants. Uh, so there, what tools do you need to fight it? Golly, are you trying to be Freudian? Reuters, we're going to have more tools to fight the disease. I feel like I'm butthead right now. He said tools. Well, yeah, that's kind of part of it. I. It's midterm pox is what it is. That's really what it is. It's midterm pox at this point. And Christmas, I can't. It's, it, guys, this is just so, it's so silly. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Hmm, I cannot imagine anything more horrific. It's also funny. Disney visitors got stuck 
on the It's a Small World ride. Now, you remember It's a Small World got completely politically corrected, right? Do they even, are you, they even allowed to show you any of the other parts of the world? I'm just wondering because I'm sure someone would say it's appropriation. They said that these tourists got stuck on the It's a Small World ride and puppets sang at them for an hour. I love they sang at them. What did he do? Well, he sang at me. They said it was a nightmarish moment. They were trapped for over an hour. It broke down. The miniature robots of children from different countries continued to sing at them for an hour. And they said it was terrifying. I think it's hysterical. And it sounds like a movie. It's like Five Nights at Freddy's, though. You know what I mean? It, it sounds like a Five Nights at Freddy's thing where the puppets come alive. and it, Except this time it's like little kid puppets from all around the world. And I'm just saying that might might, might be something I'd go see. More Americans are going hungry and it costs more to feed them because inflation. I've been reading, by the way, I've been reading all of these stories about food pantries that are running dry, etc. There was a survey conducted by the Urban Institute. They call it food insecurity. And I don't even know what, why is that a phrase? People are just going hungry. Why can't you just say that? Why do you got to doll it up with some kind of stupid, like, you know, boardroom speak? Stop. People hungry. And it said apparently it's been falling sharply in 2021. It rose to the same level this June. What did you think that the that inflation was not going to increase that number? I want to know how this works. A, an inmate used hemorrhoid cream to open a hole in a jail window, according to an affidavit. Sedgwick County District Court. It was at their their county jail, and it was just in July. 22-year-old Dustin Burnett was arrested and charged with two counts of official misconduct after officials say that he saw inmates break the window and get contraband but did not stop or tell anybody. Now, they said that there was, uh, you know, they were everybody was like talking to the to the guards, etc., and everybody was telling on everybody else, but apparently he was able to get contraband in the jail the guy because he lit hemorrhoid cream on fire and melted the plastic in the window. I didn't it's like a flammable thing what doesn't that okay just like you know sidebar between it doesn't that kind of like defeat the purpose you would think right i don't know like i've got questions what kind of cream are they using here i'm just this like special prison cream like what is this anyway so they got in trouble i just i'm still trying to like work out that chemistry in my head okay Uh, a study found that acupuncture could actually help i don't believe help cure diabetes but they said help prevent it uh they said that they've been studying people's glucose levels researchers for this study and it was a uh, type 2 diabetes interesting we have more to come don't go anywhere more of the dana show back after this new york city's department of health and mental hygiene warned uh, and this was just uh yesterday that, quote, structural racism increases the risk of heat stress for black New Yorkers. Um, They were warning of a heat advisory in effect for yesterday and today. And they said that it's expected to be over 100 degrees yesterday and it was in the it's in the upper 90s today. Now, this is what they they say. This is from the thing from the thing, the New York. They write, extreme heat is the deadliest type of extreme weather. It can cause hypothermia and worsen existing medical conditions and medical mental health problems. Structural racism and the resulting social and economic inequities 
increase the risk of heat stress for black New Yorkers. Um, how? You know, can I just... Have you noticed it's been white progressives telling everyone to ditch the AC? Right. How, um, I don't understand that. Is it, does the, is the sun targeting? No, hear me out. Is it, is it sentient and it's, and it's a bigot and it's targeting black Americans more? I'm, I'm curious. I think they're trying to conflate the to the the uh, structural racism with poverty in the black community. So they're trying to make those two things a thing, so that then this weather then affects them worse, right? Because they're in poor communities that don't have AC and are therefore affected. No, by, but see, and but the reason see, though, they're poor is because of structural racism. But see, we were told that ACs are bad. And that we shouldn't have them. That's what all these like white progressives out there have told everybody. So I'm yeah. I'm curious. This is, this is what they called for, right? Getting a headache trying to make sense of it. Oh my gosh. This is just so, it's just getting so ridiculous. I, I just, you know, speaking of ridiculousness too, and we're going to talk about this more later. The monkeypox uh, epidemic or emergency now. You know, I was thinking about this. Is because they, you, just think of how much everybody, everybody had to be locked down. They couldn't go to funerals, couldn't go to do weddings, uh, anything because of the coronavirus. But we know how monkeypox is spreading. Is that not, if you were going to have a discussion about what is or is not stigmatization, you have people who are purposefully trying to downplay the threat that the virus poses to one segment of the community due to perceived political correctness. Is that not stigmatizing? If we're having a discussion of what is or is not stigmatizing a demo, right? Like you're literally not telling people about a virus that could seriously imperil their health because you don't want people to think something of you. Is that not just born in vanity? I mean, they, because it's gay men, it's gay, it's not just gay dudes, it's promiscuous gay dudes. So it's promiscuity with gay dudes. That is what is driving it. And it's the promiscuity. That's like sent this exploding in San Francisco with the, the fetish fest and all this stuff. You have all these cases. And so now you have Xavier Becerra saying, well, we it's a national emergency or it's a or health emergency or whatever. But they refuse to actually. So, so, so what is the stigma? The stigma seems like it's. They don't want to say anything. And and. If they really believe about bringing awareness to this and stopping the spread of the virus, then why would you not warn the, the, the promiscuous members of a community that are, that are driving the spread? Because they're afraid that they would have to give up some political capital 
by violating this politically correct BS that we have in our society. How vain is that? What cowards? Stop being whores. Very simple. That's all you got to do. Yeah. See, it's super simple. This, did you just do it like that? It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. All right, I got a couple quick stories here for you. Florida rapper Spottom Gotham was arrested after a Miami jet ski ca- jet ski chase. This is like uh, straight out of Tiger King. A uh, Florida rapper was arrested by police after a jet ski chase in Miami. Nehemiah Harden, also known as Spottom Gotham, was arrested after an officer spotted a black and orange sea-doo jet ski in a restricted zone with posted signs. The 19-year-old started doing S-type turns near anchored boats. An officer tried to get his attention to conduct a traffic stop, but Harden then looked at the officer and sped off in his jet ski, swerving through anchored boats and swimmers near the area. That's super dangerous. They tried to stop him using lights and sirens. He wouldn't stop. He continued to ride away, but they eventually got him, and he was arrested by Miami police. He was booked on several charges, including eluding law enforcement, reckless operation of a boat, etc., you're not going to be able to get away on a jet ski. It's not. Have you seen Tiger King? I'm just saying. Like, it's not going to happen. All right. A man got into a fight with his own girlfriend at Disney and knocked his own damn baby out of the stroller. This, man, I don't even know. He was arrested. Totally. It was the Walt Disney World Resort. Matthew Johnston is the man who was arrested, and he was accused of punching his girlfriend in the chest. He was drunk, apparently, according to witnesses. They were arguing. He hit her, and he knocked the baby out of the stroller when he grabbed it to take it away from her. He's so arrested. Don't be that guy ever. Man, alive. Don't even get a Disney. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gas prices aren't down because of Biden. It's due to plummeting demand because people can't afford it. Businesses are figuring out how to leave Taiwan if China invades and a sigh of relief in Missouri. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.